listening to the EP Podcast, a podcast that is just for Evergreen Park. Hi, my name's Chris Lanuti, bellying up to my nine-foot homemade oak bar in my basement here in the EP, and pour yourself a cold one. An old buddy, Dennis Duffy, who works for Evergreen Park, is going to sit down here at my bar. We're going to have a drink. We're going to talk about sidewalks in the southwest quadrant, a beach being built in the northeast quadrant, and some of the fun and even ridiculous things going on this week in the EP. Hollywood studio insider Ben Belton calling me from Los Angeles. He's going to tell you whether or not you want to spend your money this weekend on this ridiculous puppet movie that's coming out. We're also going to try to find out who the next James Bond is going to be. And everybody's got a conspiracy theorist that lives nearby them. There is no exception to that rule in Evergreen Park. The one that lives closest to me is going to come down here, sit at the bar, and tell me his most ridiculous theory of the week. There's a lot packed into this show, so let's get to it. The EP Podcast, 30 Minutes of Good, starts now. Scott King from WGN Radio, he does Blackhawks crazy. He was out at the rate for Kopech night. He was out there because uh, there's a Blackhawk player throwing out a, a first pitch, so he gets to just stand at the top of the dugout steps and, and wait for Michael Kopech to just walk right by him. In fact, I think you were, like, blocking him from getting into the dugout. Is that what I saw in the picture I saw on social media? Yes. I put a picture of him up, and then I uh, noticed that you could see me, like, right in front of him, in the picture on the Jumbotron. You can see him, and then behind him you can see a Jumbotron and see me right in front of him. And uh, I kind of cropped it and, and put it another picture up and saying, uh, thank God I wasn't blocking the dugout stairs because I was right next to him. And he's a huge guy. He's ripped. I saw him in the clubhouse before the game. Uh, that doesn't sound weird to talk that way about it. Actually, <laughs> but, uh, no, he's, he's very... He's very strong, and I saw, uh, I'm glad I wasn't in his way. He would have bulldozed me over. I saw Michael Kopeck in the clubhouse. He's really ripped. I was down there, you know, when he was changing his clothes. Yeah. I mean, it sounded a little, little odd. You know, that, that <laughs> almost takes the focus off of the fact that you would have been the most hated person on the south side of Chicago if he would have, say, tripped over you trying to get into the dugout to start right before his start. Oh, yeah, I would have been the equivalent of, I would have been the south side Bartman, for sure. Oh, worse than Bartman. They'd have been on your, they would have been on your front yeah. lawn right now. Your, your poor wife would be called 911, screaming. Oh, yeah, oh, people today, people today, they would put my address right on <laughs> Twitter immediately. What was it like? What did you observe when you were sitting there right by the team? Yeah, that's a really good question, you know, the players that talked before the game kept joking about, oh, why uh, seems to be more media here? Why all the media here? So they're already kind of pointing out that something big's going on, and you kind of witnessed, uh, if you were there in the clubhouse or in the dugout or by the field, that a lot of the players, you know, walking uh, by him, by Kopech, were excited to have him. They were, you know, whatever, fist bumps and just talking a little bit, and uh, you could tell it was all in good fun, and, and they were excited. And, and when he walked by me, like I said, he was – Pumped up, but I, I think being in the clubhouse and, and seeing him in, at, at his uh, stall, kind of trying to just uh, relax before the game, and he seemed calm before the game. I thought he seemed uh, maybe just psyched himself up as he was walking to the dugout. But uh, seeing him get ready and, and seeing his teammates interact with him, seeing all the media for me, I think that's what kind of played into it feeling like such a big event uh, that I just witnessed. Uh, Kopech night was an event. Scott King from WGN and Blackhawks Crazy was there. And I really appreciate you coming on, man. 
All right, Chris. All right. Take care. I'll see you soon. Dennis Duffy came down the street to hang out on the EP podcast. Okay, not the famous Dennis Duffy. Not that. Not the. Not the. Not. I mean, like, not the. Not the guy who's like, you know, the bigwig in, in Evergreen Park. His son. Okay, but I mean, like, that's when you're a new podcast, you you, you don't get the big guy till you get you get his kid down here. That's kind of how it works. Right. You gotta, you know, you gotta test me out before you get the <laughs> the big man to come in. Well, yeah, you're right. So you you came down. You're sitting at the bar. You're at the nine foot homemade oak bar here in my basement in Evergreen Park. Okay, where the EP podcast is recorded. You got yourself a nice Pinot Noir. I never took you as a wine drinker. You know, I mean, you know, like, I mean, I, I we went to Brother Rice together. Okay, in in the nineties. You know, which now, now, back then, it was like, I don't know, going to school in the 90s. I'm in the future because it's the 90s. Now it's like saying, we went to school together back in the 1890s. You know what I think? <laughs> right, right, right. right. And I, look, I would say, like, in the 90s, like, you know, in that other century. Right. And that's when we went to school a century ago. Yeah. That's when we went to, we went to school Same. with each other, right. And, and but you, I mean, you're, you're, I was a band nerd and you were a football player, for crying out loud. And I'm sitting down here drinking a stout, and you got a you got a you got a fancy wine glass in your hand, and you're and you're holding it the right way, well as well. Well, I owe that to my wife. I, my wife Jennifer is uh, a wine drinker, and I used to drink the white wines, and she got me into the red wines, and now, you know, that's more my flavor. Yeah. You know, and it's good stuff. I got a beer cooler back here, or a beer fridge, and I got a wine. Cooler. So you, whatever you drink, man, we're good. Sure. Whatever Dad drinks, we're good. We've got a, we got a selection. Well, Dad is the, uh, you know, he'll, he'll have the CC Manhattan. Oh yeah. Yes, he is the Manhattan. Well, I have a full bar back here. I will mix him a Manhattan. Very okay. good. I will get him a Manhattan. He can sit down here and tell me all about what's going on in Evergreen Park. He will. He's, okay. He's been around uh, Evergreen Park since the, the sixties. But um, and then when they moved here, my grandfather. Uh, who Duffy Park is named after. Mark. Okay, so that's who it's named after. Yeah. See, I didn't know what Duffy Park... What, so Duffy Park is named after your grandfather. Right, Martin B. Duffy is my grandfather. Okay. When he passed in 1981, my dad was appointed to take over the Parks and Recreation Department. Which oh, was okay. My, which was my grandfather's job. He was the Parks and Recreation Director. Oh, okay. So there's been a Duffy in that spot for a long time. For a long time. Is this yeah. your spot later? I mean, is this like bequeathed to you? Uh, no. <laughs> no, my, probably not. Because trust me, the podcast is bequeathed to my kids because that's yeah, all going to be able I'm to sure. leave. I'm just a simple podcaster. There's not going to be a love. There's not going to be a lot for them. You know, it's right. going to be, here's some microphones and, and have a podcast. Right. Right. Now you work for you work for Evergreen Park, right? Yes, I work okay. for the uh, Street and Sanitation Department. Okay, all right. So you you do like you're like jack of all trades. In the snow, you're doing you're doing like plowing Shoveling, out, imagine, right? And, and then and then in the snowballing and salting. Summer, and, you're taking care of the parks and going yes. around the streets and everything like that. So you're doing streets and sanitation. Let me ask you a quick question because I I don't know the exact answer to it. So this is perfect. Before I get into this, because what I was going to ask you was, do you ever look at all the stuff that goes on in Evergreen Park? Because once I talked to the village this week after we did the first show, and I'm like, hey, we've got this new show. Right away, it was like, oh, look at this place. Look at this place. These are all the things that we have in Evergreen Park. Make sure you tell people. And I'm like, I know more about Evergreen Park 
in just this week than I knew about Evergreen Park after living here for 12 years. Okay, so I, I'm just going to go through a few things that are coming up, coming up just this week here in Evergreen Park for anybody who's listening that you might not know about because you might think it's cool. But before I get to that, quick question for you. They're doing that thing where they're ripping up the sidewalks in, uh, in right now in the southwest quadrant. I think they did it in the northwest quadrant last year where, like, ComEd is coming in or the gas line people are coming the in. The gas line people. gas line people are coming in. It's, like, just repairs. It's, like, a normal thing that they're they're upgrading. Is that what they're doing? I believe what they're doing is they are setting up um, new pipelines to your house, to your gas meter. Okay. And what they're doing with the gas meter is it's instead of the gas guy coming to read your meter, having to come in the house and read your meter, the new gas meter on the outside of the house will be able to be read like electronically. Okay. So they can just drive down the street and re- scan it. But the, but they had to do something to the pipes out from right. the house they to be able to do, do that. They, right. All right. All right. So the thing is, right now they're filling in the holes with like that stuff that you fill in like the streets with. Like right, the asphalt. The, the, They're not um, going to leave it like that. No, right? no. Okay. Because no. I had a lot of people asking me that in the neighborhood because I live in that, I live in the Southwest quadrant. Sure. So like, you know, I'm out and I'm talking to people and they're like, they're like, oh man, they're they're not going to leave it this way. I'm like, I can't believe they would leave it this way because this isn't no. the kind of place that would do that. No. Like they would, like right away I was telling people like, no way they're leaving it this way. So they, they, they eventually will come back and put a regular right. sidewalk in, right? They, they did that to, um, I live in a Northwest quadrant and what they did they did that to my corner. Okay. Um, I live in the north, right in the corner, ninety fourth in St. Louis, and they cut um, my sidewalk out there and replaced it with the asphalt. And then they came back and they re, like put a new regular put, square, yeah, square concrete. Okay. That in makes there. that makes more sense to me because I was like, I was like, there is no way, right, that they would do this and people no. wouldn't be like, whoa. Cause I like, and how, re- how do I get down my street? Because now I now as I walk, I go over hills. Right. Like I pull I pull my kid in a wagon. You hear him go. Yeah. They replace the grass. <laughs> okay. Oh, they do that too. Oh, so in the end, it'll look like nothing ever happened. Sure. So people shouldn't be nervous about it. No. Let me tell you about some of the things that are going on in Evergreen Park. You tell me whether or not you already heard about these things, because you're in the know. Okay. Sure. Things that are going on in Evergreen Park. You tell me if you know about this. Okay. First thing that I saw. In Evergreen Park is that on Saturday, like we're we're putting the show out on the twenty fourth, so Saturday the twenty fifth. So now, if you've already, if you're hearing the show and it's too late, you've already missed Saturday the twenty fifth. Don't worry, there's other things I'm going to bring up that are for later on in the week. But Saturday the twenty fifth, the there is party. this day at the beach going on. Day at the beach. I, it, it, I had no idea this was happening at Fifty Acre Park. Now, Fifty Acre Park is actually located over at Ninety First and Rockwell, and I guess the story goes, because I, I was talking to one of the people over at the village, that the, there's like a cover band for the Beatles, and they called the mayor and said, we want to do a show, and they offered to do a show for Evergreen Park. They're like, they offered to do a free concert. And the mayor was like, forget just a free concert, let's build a beach, which I think is really cool. You know, so now that what they're going to do, like, so they're going to have out there at 50 Acre Park at 91st and Rockwell, okay, starting at one o'clock in the afternoon, they got... I looked at the flyer. It says Sandy Beachfront. They have sand out there. Have you seen it? Well, actually, we brought sand in today at the, the garage, and we've been bringing it by the truckload over to the and park. just dumping it in there and bringing it to the the park. Do I have enough if I want to make a sandcastle? You can make a sandcastle. Yes. Yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> I yes. love that. And it's like bring your blankets, bring your umbrellas, bring your beach toys. 
you know, and hang out. There's going to be a dunk tank, from what I understand, that's going to be there. There is going to be um, there's going to be a water slide. They got games. There's going to be a food tent. Okay, so there's going to be food and refreshments. You're allowed to bring a cooler. They did the little caveat, like, please don't bring alcoholic beverages. The little, like, you know, please don't show up with a bottle of whiskey. We'd like this to be a fun family event type yes. thing. See what I'm saying? But but they they have this whole thing set up, and then at 6 o'clock, you get a free concert from the Little Deuce Coop, which is the Beach Boys tribute band that started this whole thing. But I think it's cool that a band said, we want to do a show, we're willing to do a show for the village. And then the village was like, we'll one-up you on this. We'll build a beach because you're a Beach Boys band. That's that's pretty sweet. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of a neat little thing to, to do. Are you going to go? You thinking about it? Uh, you got little ones, right? You bring them out there, build a sandcastle. I have a one-year-old and a, and a four-year-old. Let him bury dad in the sand? Uh, that's not going to happen. Right now, if you want to listen to the EP podcast, you can get it on Apple Podcasts. That's also like iTunes. You can get it on Podbean. You can find it on a bunch of different podcast little players. Very soon, we're going to be on Spotify and Stitcher Radio. You can always get us at the EPPodcast.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at EPPod. And we have a Facebook page as well called, of course, the EP Podcast. Ben Belton is an insider in Hollywood Studios. He's a good friend of mine. I've known him for at least a couple of decades. He lives out in L.A., and he's always got the inside dope on what's going on. He normally can tell me if a movie's going to be good or bad. Ben, should I spend money and go out and see this movie, The Happy Time Murders with the Puppets? Well, if you want to, yeah. I mean, the thing is that I, it's getting awful reviews. The problem with the movie is that it's, the, the guy that directed it is, is, is uh, Brian Henson, who's the son of Jim Henson. And so he had... Um, he had visions for what he wanted to do with it. And so he made it rely more on the puppets instead of using the con. I mean, you've got Melissa McCarthy, you've got Maya Rudolph, you've got all these really talented comedians that are, that you've cast. And most of them, their comedy falls flat because they rely on what several of the reviewers and people I've talked to have said is that, you know, they're relying too much on the puppets doing things that puppets people don't think of them doing the r-rated the swearing the all the other stuff and so the joke is funny and that's why everyone was like watching the trailers and thinking wow this is going to be great and then when they you know they tried to watch it for 90 minutes it just became the same joke and became repetitive and instead of you know creating some sort of some sort of atmosphere where the actors are getting involved and they're freshening the material they just didn't have a chance, and, and I think a lot of that had to do with the direction that Henson gave them. So. They're trying to cast a new James Bond. Before you get out of here, I want to ask you about that. Yeah. What's going on with that? There was somebody, and now there's not somebody, right? Well, it, it's one of the hardest roles to cast, you know, because they're looking for an actor that can really be in the part for probably five to ten years, because a lot of the previous ones, Daniel Craig being an example, Pierce Brosnan, Several of the other ones obviously were in the role for a good part of a good number of years. And so they need somebody like that. They need him to be young, but not too young. Um, and they need him to be able to fight and also be a ladies' man. All right. So it's me. It's me. It's me, Ben. I mean, you just described me. There you go. That's, I mean, like, I mean, if, 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 if it's got to be me, it's got to be Did me. Did you get your headshots? I mean, I, that's fine. Did you get your headshots updated, Chris? I'll just send them the ones from when I was younger because if I sent them it now, they'd be like, no. They're talking about doing like an alternative casting as far as 
casting a woman or casting someone different in the role, I think ultimately um, it's going to, it will come down to somebody that's probably somewhere between the age of 35 and 40, Henry Cavill, you know, that, that name's been thrown around. Uh, supposedly Tom Hiddleston has been, you know, campaigning for it. Uh, so Loki. <laughs> Listen, I noted, I noted the big thing in Hollywood right now is to say, okay, well, let's, let's do this one with a woman or let's do this. Listen, James Bond is James Bond. I want, I want yeah. my, I want my James Bonds to, I want my James Bonds to be like James Bond. I know, I, I'm sorry. I just like if if you want to do an action movie with a, a woman, go nuts. I was a big fan of the original great action movie with a woman, Vi Warshawski, back in in the eighties. That was a great one. I think that who's that was that Kathleen Turner was in that one. I don't know, but it was great. Okay, you want to bring Vi back? Go go nuts, but don't. I don't want Vi playing Bond. See what I'm saying? Right. I'm not into that. Yeah, no, I, it, it, you know, so it's a big topic for debate. And, you know, of course, a lot of people said Daniel Craig wasn't right for it. And then he turned out to be probably one of the best ones in the character. That's what people are talking about right now. Who's going to direct? Who's going to, who's going to, you know, be the next star? I'm going to get you my headshot. I want you to uh, pass it around. You just tell them, like, like, you know, I mean, I'm short, but Tom Cruise is short. We can, I mean, there's camera angles. There's, there's filters you can put on there. I could pull it off. I mean, basically, I'm James Bond of the South Side. Well, I was just at Universal Studios today. I could have I could have passed it along. I, I you know, Missed only opportunities, got today, Ben. So. Missed opportunities. Yeah. Missed opportunities. <laughs> well, maybe next time. It's the middle of the show song. 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 Chris had nothing to put here, so he put this song. It's the middle of the show song. Speaking of... Uh, 91st in Rockwell. Yes. I had no idea that there was a barn yes. with animals over there. Yes. I lived in Evergreen Park for 12 years. I had no idea. Yes. And I've been over into that area, and I didn't know that there was a barn where there were What kind of animals they got there? They have horses. Okay. They have goats. Goats. They have chickens. Chickens. Uh, can I ride the horses? You know, I don't think you can ride the horses. Can I ride the chickens? You're a little too big to ride the chickens. Can I hunt the chickens? You cannot hunt the chickens. You can watch them... Um, if out. let's say if let's say a chicken went missing, it like is would there be like a full on manhunt or would it just be like a door to door? Have you seen this chicken? And then the village would give. We up? would probably put up a missing poster. Okay, missing of the chicken. chicken of the missing chicken. chicken. Yes, it'd be hard to identify once he didn't have the feathers though. Right. Okay. True. I just. I mean, I'm just. I'm, I'm not saying that I would do anything. No. But no, I mean, like once not. he's cooked, you wouldn't know. Right. That, okay. You don't know wanna, if, if it's I, a cooked chicken. Hey. I mean, it's you can't say that it's a Purdue chicken or it's it's a village chicken. I feel like chicken tonight. <laughs> okay. Oh, and here's a cool thing. Um, and and this was this was the funniest thing that I found this week. The funniest thing going on in my mind in Evergreen Park this week. And I feel bad for the person that's doing it because they're probably gonna be like, "Why are you making fun of what I'm doing?" But I just thought this was hysterical. Did you know the Evergreen Park Library of all the programs they have this week? On Thursday, September 27th at 6.30 p.m., you could pay three whole dollars and somebody will show you how to prepare, season, and jar dill pickles. That's a whole class. Really? Like, if you're into pickles, for three crisp dollar bills, pickle party. Wow. <laughs> I mean, are you excited about that? I'm excited about it. You know, I'm more. I mean, I, I would, I would call and probably get reservations for that one. If I would, I, that a, one's gonna fill up. If I'm gonna get a pickle, I'm gonna get it from the deli, right? At like Mariano's. Give you me, don't want to. You don't want to jar your own pickles. Give me two deli pickles, right? Right. 
and and then you're good. I'm calling it a day. Okay. So you're not you're not jarring your own pickles. You're no. not like I'm gonna season and jar my own pickles and keep them in the house. That's not gonna happen. For guests or anything no. like that. Like no. you would like you like you don't want like a jar of pickles sitting down here on the bar. You don't think I should go out and learn how to do the dill pickle thing. So there's dill pickles. No, I don't think that would be a good idea for you. I right. mean, I think your podcast, you know, members would drop. If I was if I was getting if I was into the I mean, pickles. You, you got a nice scene going here with okay. you know a bunch yeah, of don't, guys. Don't add in the pickles. Out. Okay. You got a jar of pickles. Jar here, of pickles could, open it up. Jar of pickles could send the wrong message, is what it, you're telling it me. It could interfere with right. the, the alcoholic consumption. That's why I have you here. That's why I have you here to help me out with stuff. Yes. So that and the fact that I didn't even realize it was a farmer's market. Can you, can you believe I've oh, been the living farmers, in the farmers? Have, years you, have you not been to the farmer's market? No, I've never been to the farmer's market. Well, here's the problem with the farmer's market. Phenomenal. Starts at seven AM. I'm not up that early. If because it, it, it's a uh, it's well it's it's every Thursday oh, I every get over Thursday there. after I drop over to off the kids I can get to the farmer's market they have a this, how do I not know about this where have, where have I been living well, I was working midnights for the last four years so that's why this I, farmer's I blame market that. has phenomenal fruit uh, vegetables right pickles they are <laughs> jarred pickles okay and then they <laughs> they also have there's there's a woman there who has a hot dog stand best hot dogs you'll ever have. Really? Oh, phenomenal. I didn't think that you could make a hot dog better than another person. I mean, it's just oh, basically, it's a hot dog. I'm telling you. These are great hot dogs. These are great hot dogs. These are the dogs. best hot dogs these you can find. These are the best hot dogs. The best hot dogs you can find are at the farmer's market. You're We've gonna, learned a lot tonight. You're going to go, you're going to pick some fruit, you're going to get some, the Amish people that, that. There's Amish there? The Amish, they sell cookies. Oh, Amish come through? They, oh. Do they, they come up in the horses? They come up big time. They come up in the horses? Where do they come from? No, they don't. They don't come in the horses. Somebody, well, how do they get here? Somebody drives them. I think oh, they hire. Yeah, they, these are true Amish. These are true Amish. They're true. They're, I go through Central Indiana, rural <laughs> Indiana. I see them going right down the interstate. And they they're, horses. they're true because they're dressed to the right. nines in the Amish right. gear. I think somebody drives them. Right outside of the Amish thing, somebody takes them there and they sell their their breads, their right. muffins, their, right. their cookies. I bet you they know how to jar a pickle. Oh my. I bet you they know how to jar a pickle. Got it. Maybe phenomenal. it's the Amish doing the pickle class. I bet you they know how to jar a pickle. There's a pickle jarring competition. Watch out. Yes. There should be a there should be a podcast show about that. <laughs> 30 minutes of pickle jarring? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's not going to throw <laughs> off first? <laughs> Brandon from down the block just walked in here. <laughs> I, I, I love this guy. He lives he lives down the street from me, okay, and he, he's he got the weirdest theories. And I'm cool with anybody coming in here into my basement bar, pulling up a stool and having a drink, but fluoride has used the dumb Americans down. It's a, it's a, it's a waste product. It's a, it's a hazardous waste product that's put pumped into our water and preached to us as something good. It's I'm in not my saying, toothpaste. I'm not saying that fluoride's like doesn't have any good purposes right but the amount of fluoride we consume is not good for us do you, and do you brush your teeth no you don't brush your teeth no because you don't want to no, get too I'm, much I'm fluoride joking. i do brush my teeth but i use uh <laughs> i use uh because i'm gonna clean that microphone <laughs> if you don't brush your teeth it's, it's no, disgusting i use fluoride but it's uh or i'm sorry i use toothpaste but it's fluoride free i i can't i can get you the brand later you get my fluoride wife, free toothpaste yes my my really wife, my, my, wife, my wife buys it my wife's a vegan Okay. Um, she's far out there as far as naturopath and you know, and I believe in a lot of that stuff too. Okay. Um, so I, I mean, I so there's no there's no fluoride 
I don't think Brandon from down the blocks household. I don't think it's turning the frogs in Michigan. Gary, do you have like, do you have, like, do you have like a fluoride filter? Like does Brita get fluoride? No, out? unfortunately like, you... we, uh, I, I can't afford that. Um, we just drink tap water. You just drink but tap I, water. But at every, every sip, I just frown. So you drink it and then you feel dumber. I feel dumber. When you drink the, when you drink no, the water. But, but seriously, there are studies that show that, <laughs> <laughs> but hi, and maybe that's why I'm here. I, I mean, mean <laughs> aren't there bottled waters that don't have like fluoride in them? You're saying everything like, like if you get Avion natural spring water, there you, are do, they put, do they put fluoride in it? They that? do. Um, is there any kind of bottle of water that doesn't have fluoride in there it? There is, but I'm not willing to pay for it, especially when there's companies like. Okay. Ne so you believe in this theory. Yeah. But you won't spend the money to stop yourself from being dumbed down. What no. if you what if you got all the fluoride out of your system by spending the extra money? Imagine how much smarter you would be. All of a sudden you could be a millionaire with this extra brain power. I also believe tobacco causes cancer and yet I still do it. So, I mean, that's true. But so is the fluoride. No, it's not. It's a waste product. It's a hazard. It's a hazardous material. Is there fluoride in beer? Uh, probably if there's water in there's, it. There's <laughs> riddle, riddle me this. Riddle me this, Batman. Okay? So if fluoride makes you dumber, okay, and the person who came up with the study most likely has also ingested a lot of fluoride, how can we trust his it. findings? I doubt it. You think the person that so you think that the people who have come up with the study saying that fluoride makes you dumber, they avoid all fluoride. Yeah, I think they do. They're fluoride free. Yes. Sorry, I, I got confused on your some first sort question. of. There's some sort of super race of humans that have found a way to not use fluoride. So all the all the Bill Gates of the world they avoided fluoride. That's why they're smart. Yes. <laughs> I'm not saying. How do you sit with a straight face? I'm not saying you're walking around with a helmet and your tongue hanging out. But what I'm saying is, maybe I am, and I don't realize it because I've had too much fluoride today. What I'm saying is, when I, I kids, me, don't brush your teeth; it'll make you dumber. Let me clarify. When I say dumber, it makes you more susceptible to uh, to being influenced to mind control. Uh, is that what you've said now? Yeah. Well, we're, really, you want to go down that that road? Uh, why don't you have a beer and stop speaking? There's an event that the Evergreen Park uh, podcast, the EP podcast, there's an event the EP podcast is going to be at. Beautiful. The first event we're going to do, because I'm, I always go to the event anyway. So I'm actually going to be cooking. I almost won last year. It's the uh, MHR Most Holy Redeemer Men's Club Barbecue Bash. With Mr. Blotto. Huh? Mr. Blotto. Mr. Blotto's going to be there. Yes. Right? That's going to be a fun one, okay? You can go online right now. And you can get tickets for 20 bucks. There's 25 at the gate for this thing, okay? You go to mhrmensclub.com. It's right there at Most Holy Redeemer on 95th. Now, here's the thing. It's a BYOB event, and it's 21 and older. This is like one of those ones where the kids aren't allowed to come into. They set up a huge tent that covers the entire parking lot. They started doing that last year, which was a brilliant idea. And then you walk in, and there's all these ribs, because there's a rib competition. And... The greatest thing about it is the whole day cooking before they let everybody in. Like there's a side competition between all the cooks. I don't think anybody knows about. We all make what we all make nibblers. We all make like an appetizer and we compete against each other. Everybody throws in like 10, 15 bucks and we, we, the winner takes all and all the other chefs vote and somebody ends up with like the competition for that. Okay. And then, and then finally it opens up and it's, it's a competition. So before you get to eat, Right before they open up the doors, the ribs come off, and you have to present a certain amount of ribs and, or, and arrange them and send them off for judging. 
Then the doors open and you get to walk in and start trying all the ribs that are left over. Cause we make like eight racks and I got to basically give about a half rack up for judging. So I got seven and a half racks and a giant tray of like a side dish. My wife, Erica, she makes this, this potato cheesy potato thing oh. that just goes so quick. She makes, <laughs> she's a great cook. She makes this cheesy potato thing. It goes like right away. Okay. We keep it in a crock pot sitting right there on the table. So it's warm. And then the ribs, I keep them warm too, sitting out there. My rib recipe, you have to come by, okay, not only to see the EP podcast, but to eat what I, eat my ribs, because I'm going to tell you something right now. I should have won last year. They get they gave out the scores later on after it was all over, okay, and I just missed it. I made it to the finals. I just missed the championship. I was on a, score, on a scale of 20, 20, 19, 20, 20, 19, 19, 20, and then right in the middle of it, like judge number eight or something out of the 20 judges – Gave me a four. It was like the four. Russian judge. It was like the Russians. The Russians got me in the ice skating competition. A four. A four. Where's I'm still Trump? looking for the judge, too. I'm still looking for the judge. We got to find this guy. I end up fourth. So I'm coming back for redemption this year. There is no collusion. First of all, it's a great event. It's a lot of fun. Mr. Blatto's there. There's lots of food. It's a great deal to show up. Show up, bring a cooler, hang out with everybody from the community. It's it's so much fun. Come by and see the EP podcast because I'm going to have the microphone set up on the table. You're going to get a rib. We're going to talk on the podcast. It's going to it's going to be that great. And not only is it just going to be the EP podcast, but I'm hoping to get people from the other podcasts that get produced out of this basement because I do the broadcast basement, which is really not for everybody. Your wife said it was really funny. She must oh, be a cool chick. I, she must be a cool chick because my I would wife tell you something, is there are, there is, the coolest This is not chick. meant She's for everybody's best. ears. Like, if you get offended easily, don't listen to the broadcast basement Oh, podcast. the broadcast basement is... <laughs> don't listen to it. It's good stuff. If you get, it's if, good stuff. If you get offended easily, don't listen to it. But it has been rated multiple times in one of the top 100 po- comedy podcasts in the, in the it, nation, it's, in it's the world, good. actually. Stitcher Radio it's multiple times, good. top 100 comedy podcasts. And then uh, we're doing a podcast called Socks in the Basement which is just White Sox-centric, and it is taking off right now. And so I'm hoping to get the guys from that as well. So we're going to have we're gonna have different podcasts moving in along with the EP podcast, and we're going to be sitting right at the booth, and we're going to be one of the cookers. So come and find us. We'll be easy to find. We'll be wearing EP podcast shirts. I might have EP podcast shirts to hand out. It's in a couple of weeks, but if you're able to go on the MHR Men's Club website and buy your tickets in advance for 20 or just show up at the door for 25 Come to the event. I want to meet you. I want to. I want to give you my delicious ribs. That's what I want to do. I want to taste these ribs. I, you know, from what I'm hearing from you, I don't like from... to brag about how spectacular that I am at rib smoking, <laughs> but I, I'm pretty spectacular at it. Well, with these Mr. Blotto people coming over to the the show, there's going to be a lot of rib eating. I'm sure. Yeah. They're, I'm sure they'll have the munchies. Okay. All right, is that what Mr. Blotto is? I didn't know that. Mr. Blotto is a, uh, like a Grateful Dead. Is cover. it really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. They'll, they'll, awesome. be, hungry. they'll be hungry. They'll be a mist is what you're trying to tell yes. me. <laughs> <laughs> another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's basement. 
Home broadcast. Basement. Lenore's basement. The broad basement. Slancha. That was like Dropkick Murphys or something, right? I felt like it. The EP podcast is produced by the Broadcast Basement Limited. We'll be back next week. Make sure you share and subscribe for free to the EP podcast, quickly spreading to everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.